Posse Packard Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's time to get that 53-man roster prediction out there because tomorrow they're going to finalize the actual thing. So no time like the present. Grassi and today... Yeah, I already told you what we're going to do. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have Lord and Savior King Henry 69. Nice. We have Ryan Reed. We have, I bought a 54 pack of pizza bagels because I couldn't stop thinking of them. Thanks, Tom. And I only created this just to tell you. <laughs> And we have Mr. Clintoon. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Jason Salisbury and Keegan Delamater. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So yes, folks, it's that time of year. Less than 24 hours from right now, the Green Bay Packers will make their cut down to 53 and finalize their roster for the 2021-2022 NFL season. And we're here to give you some predictions on how I think it's going to shake out. There are some positions where it's literally just a toss of a coin, and especially when you're looking at offensive linemen. You could even look at D-line. You could look at corner and safety as well. And so the, I'm going to give you kind of my rationale behind this. Some of you are not going to be happy about it, but this is how I see the Packers potentially moving forward. First, let's go with the offense in which I have the Green Bay Packers keep in 25 members of the offense and let's just go through each position here starting with QB last year the Green Bay Packers kept three QBs of course you had Aaron Rodgers Tim Boyle laser show and Jordan Love this year I see them only keeping two with Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love and I already know that the Ben Kurt squad is out in full force going wait a minute Kurt Ben Kurt's not gonna be on this team and listen I love Kurt Ben Kurt I'm all about Ben Kurt season Okay, ride or die. However, in terms of the active roster, I just I just don't think it's gonna be a thing. Maybe, and I mean maybe they're able to keep him on the practice squad, but at the same time, I don't even know if he's gonna clear waivers considering he had a pretty good preseason. And so any team out there in need of a veteran QB, they can bring in a guy like Ben Kurt and boom, they they have a guy for really, really cheap. For us, we have the reigning defending MVP, Aaron Rodgers, and you have Jordan Love. So it just seems that it's not going to be necessary to keep three. I don't think that they're going to utilize another roster spot for QB, but who knows? Wherever Ben Kurt ends up, I just hope he's happy. Then moving on to running back. Last year, the Packers kept four running backs. And this year, I see them keeping three with, of course, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and Kylan Hill. This is a seventh-round pick who, when we drafted him, I was like, oh, boy, watch this man. And for the most part, he has impressed this preseason, including in camp with Aaron Jones out with injury. Kylan Hill has gotten a lot of time with the number ones. And boy, oh boy, has he taken advantage of those opportunities. And so I see them rolling with three. And Kylan Hill may be participating in this offense sooner than you could anticipate. Then you got wide receiver. And if Devin Funches didn't go on IR and then be released. This might be a different conversation, but I see the Packers keeping six wide receivers. Five are a lock. They went with five last year. Could they go with seven and maybe they keep a guy like Reggie Bagleton or they go after a Jawan Winfrey? Sure. 
and maybe even an EQ, even though we really haven't seen any of him. But I still think they go with six. Five of these guys are a lock with Adams, MVS, Lazard, Cobb, and of course, Amari Rodgers. I think Malik Taylor is an easy number six. A few weeks ago, I was talking about how many wide receivers they'd probably keep. And I said Malik Taylor would just make it because of special teams. But if you watch that Buffalo Bills game, good God, Malik Taylor was magnificent. And so I think Taylor definitely makes this squad. I don't think it's even a question anymore. It's just a matter of do they keep six or seven? and my gut is telling me that they go with six. Then moving on to tight end. Last year, they kept four, and this year, I see them going with four as well. You got Robert Tunyon, you got the big dog, Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuerra, and Dominique Daphne. Now, you might be wondering, what about Jay Sternberger? Well, he is suspended for those first two weeks, so they have some time if they want to bring back Jace Sternberger in week three or not. Jace has struggled this preseason, He's shown some flashes, which I'm like, yay, go, go. But is it going to be enough for the Packers to maintain him? But then again, you never know because injuries can happen. And within those first two weeks, boom, if there's an injury, week three, boom, there's a roster spot. So there is still potential that Jay Sternberger eventually makes his way on this team. But we're just going to have to wait and see. Then moving on to offensive linemen, one of the more difficult positions to try and predict for this year. Last year, they went with nine. This year, I see them going with 10 O-linemen, considering that David Bakhtiari is injured. We still don't know his timetable on when he's going to return. I doubt he's going to be a week one. But right now, how I see this shaking out is they have Bakhtiari, Jenkins, Myers, Turner, Lewis Patrick. You got Yosh Neiman. You got Royce Newman, who's been crushing it crushing it. You got Runyon Jr., you got you got Braden, and you got Kelly. Now, there is some flexibility here. One, depending on what they do with Bakhtiari, it might open up an O-lineman spot, so they'll be able to get a guy, maybe like Cole Van Lanen, who they just drafted, the guy from Wisconsin. Listen, we're all rooting for him, but right now, this is how I see the offensive line shaking out. I think they'll definitely go with 10 just to have that depth. Hanson really hasn't impressed too much, and Lucas Patrick could be on the bubble, but I'm decently confident in this O-line roster. Moving on to the defense, we get to defensive line in which the Green Bay Packers kept five last year, and I see them doing the same thing here, keeping, of course, Kenny Clark. You got Dean Lowry, you got TJ Slayton, you got Kiki, do you love me? And the last spot, I have going to Heflin, and... I, I want this kid to make it so bad. His dad is on Twitter. He's like, that's my boy. And I'm like, this is so, the wholesome content that I subscribed for and makes Twitter a little bit more bearable. Now, it is possible that they wind up keeping a guy like Tyler Lancaster instead of Heflin. And hopefully Heflin goes through waivers and they're able to sign him to a practice squad. But I think he's done enough to make the roster. I haven't seen enough from Lancaster, but the Packers might decide to stick with a veteran who knows the system. But I'm... Um, I'm going for the underdog story here, and I'm saying, hey, Heflin, you're my guy. Next up, we have outside linebacker. Last year, they kept five. I see them sticking with four this year with, of course, Darius Smith, Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, and Jonathan Garvin. Jonathan Garvin had his praises sung about him this past Saturday, and I think he's enough of a raw talent that the Packers are going to want to develop him on the 53-man roster. But just thinking about this pass rush, if you have Z and Preston who are healthy and Rashawn Gary, who's going to take another step this year... Yeah, this pass rush is going to be dangerous, and I am all about it. 
Next up, you got inside linebacker. Last year, they kept four, and I have them going with five this year. Obviously, getting rid of Kamal Martin, which was a little bit of a shock, even though he struggled, but they were also playing with him at outside linebacker. But here, I had them sticking with five, going with Chris Barnes, Oren Burks. You have Devondre Campbell, Ty Summers, and Isaiah McDuffie who's been having himself a pretty damn good preseason. Again, maybe they stick with four here and they just shore up another part of the defense. But I think considering how Joe Barry in the past has developed inside linebackers, if you just give Joe Barry a whole bunch of young raw talent and try to develop them, I think that it could pay dividends. Then you got cornerback. And this was arguably the hardest to try and predict because that six corner it's a complete toss of the coin. Last year, they kept six. I had them keeping six this year. You got Jair Alexander, Kevin King, Eric Stokes, Shannon Sullivan. You got Shamar Jean Charles in there, who I think they'll wind up keeping. And then the last spot, I think it comes down to Ento or Yadam. And Ento is like that development has shown flashes throughout the preseason kind of guy. Had a great first preseason game then also missed a whole bunch of tackles. And then you have Gadam, who a lot of people were like, oh, we just got another Josh Jackson. However, he's good on special teams. And so I'm going to give the slight edge to Yadam just because of what he brings. When you're in that sixth spot, it's really about how can you contribute to the team because you're not going to be out on the field all the time. How are you going to contribute in special teams? And you need a tackler. And Yadam is that. No, he's not amazing in coverage, but I think he might do just enough to make the squad. I would not be surprised if Ento is the guy, but right now, today, might change tomorrow. I'm leaning towards Yadam. Then finally on the defense, you have safety, in which they kept five last year. I see them doing that again with Amos, Savage, Scott, Black, and Upoff. Now, I will say, safety is intriguing. They might go with four. I was considering having Upoff not on here, but if you go and take a look at an article written today by Perry Goldstein, I'll have the link in the description, talks about how important the safety position is in Joe Barry's defense, convincing me enough that they're going to keep five just to have an extra body there. Considering how Joe Barry likes to utilize his safeties, it's a pretty pivotal position in Joe Barry's defense. So I think they'll uh, decide to keep one just in case. And then finally, to round off the special teams, of course, got Mason Crosby. You have J.K. Scott. You know, he'll graduate high school this year. And then you got long snapper. I have Hunter Bradley penciled in. But yeah, I don't even know if the long snapper that we're going to have this year is on the team. Hunter Bradley has not been great. And uh, he might not be on the roster come like next week. I know that there's a bunch of long snappers being waved right now. We might snag one up. But I have Bradley in there because I don't know who else we're going to get at this point. So Bradley, you make the roster for right this second. But... We'll see what tomorrow brings. So with that, that totals up to 53. I'm curious. Let me know what you think down in the comments below. Where do you see some guys making the roster or do you see some guys not making the roster here? What are your key positions? Does a guy like Chauncey Rivers make the team? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!